Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. It's Chris. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We're here a day early. Um, this podcast should come out Thursday because I want to get it out there. Um, normally record Thursday nights, but I have something I can't uh, have missed tomorrow, so I can't uh, do any of that. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. Search for us on Twitch, FOMOcast, and also search for us on YouTube, FOMOcast, where you can see a few of my unboxing videos. Just dropped one this morning for uh, Gamesbox for September of 2020. Awesome stuff in there. The wife did love a couple of the things. She's gonna, she took them already. Um, Tim, what's your name on Twitch? Oh, um, it is, as you can tell, I am stalling because I don't know what my name is. Uh, T-C-M-E-N-D-O is my Twitch name. I thought it All was right. maybe some something else, but nope, that's what it is. So look for Tim on there, too. We, we've both have been streaming, um, and I think usually we're each other's only viewers whenever we're both streaming so uh it is kind of funny because i'm pretty sure that um that whenever we're playing like if tim's playing golf and i'm playing warzone we're watching each other on our phone so pretty much uh, the nice thing is, is at least it gets one view there's there's hey, people wa- there's people watching us one view you know is enough um so we got a lot of topics to talk about. Not as much as normal because it is a day early, but uh, we have enough to get us through this week because so much stuff did kind of happen. Um, the first big one that I was kind of excited for, then confused and excited again was um, they had the WandaVision trailer. Now, now, it literally, I mean, it has to be coming out in the next month. I, th- I think personally it's going to drop right before The Mandalorian does. Because they 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 said they put the trailer out, and then I get a, a notice from Disney Plus on my phone, and it says, "Check out the Wandavision trailer coming soon." And I was like, "Well, I mean, coming soon, that usually means, you know, weeks, if not, you know, days." So I'm thinking it's going to come out October first, or maybe they have it come out like the same weekend as Mandalorian that way people who sign up for Mandalorian also get WandaVision is kind of like a double whammy um did you like the trailer I to be honest I haven't even watched it I've been super busy at work um so kind of some of the stuff that I watch is either on my lunch break or when I get home before I go to bed at eight o'clock it's so basically it's really confusing um Catherine Hall is in it she's my favorite i love her i've loved her since crossing jordan she was my favorite character on crossing jordan if you've never watched crossing jordan go watch it it's amazing um but the cast seems i mean honestly it is pretty shocking you get the the cast from the actual movie is to be you know that's what they're doing with most of the marvel shows but not only is it uh olsen and what's his face in it uh they basically have other people that they're adding to it so i was kind of like wait what i was like how many people are are in this movie because or this tv show 
because no one really knew. No one really knew what it was going to be about. We knew it was going to be about Wanda. We were knew it was going to be about Vision. But you know, so and I always admit, so it's it's Paul Paul Bettany and then yeah. um, Elizabeth Olsen plays Scarlet Witch and man Wanda. But but so Kat Dennings is supposed to be in it playing her character of Darcy who was in Thor. And then this is what's crazy is you got Randall Park who because he was who, he was fresh off Randall the Park, boat. Yes, off, he's the dad and fresh off the boat. And he's also Jim from The Office in one episode. One episode's a joke. And then they also have De- uh, Deborah Jo Rupp, who is the mom from that 70s show, um, along with Catherine Hahn. If you don't know who Catherine Hahn won, she's the slutty mom from ba- uh, Bad Moms. Uh, that's Catherine Hahn. Uh, so, and this is a, so this is basically what is it? This is what the, <laughs> the, the, the plot for WandaVision is. On IMDb, which these ones are pretty accurate when they even before TV series spinoff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe containing the characters Scarlet Witch slash Wanda Maximoff and the Vision plot is unknown at this time. When you watch the trailer, it's just I don't know. Like we saw the stills of um, Elizabeth Olsen wearing the original Scarlet Witch costume. And then now in this trailer, you see Vision wearing the original vision costume from the comics so a lot more cartoony a lot more like you know how the original batman had like that kind of cartoony outfit that's what their outfits look like yeah um at one point it looks like it's set in the 60s ish um it just oh no it bounces around and then the creepiest part in the whole thing is there's there's a time where vision walks up to Catherine hahn um and um he touches her and he's like, Oh, he goes, I thought you were dead. And she's like, I can't be. And he's like, and he's like, why? And she goes, because you are. And that's how it ends. Like, and she starts laughing. She dresses as a witch. And it's like, uh-huh. what is going on? It doesn't make any sense, but it still looks fantastic. And the, the rumor is they're saying that this is like the Mandalorian on, on drugs because they are established MCU characters that you've dealt with. in at least how many movies, you know what I mean? They were, yeah. since, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. They're both they're in it. So we're gonna see how good it does. I'm hopeful that it does well. That way we can get more of it because you never can get enough comic book TV shows or anything like that. Some people may say, Oh, I don't want to watch it. No, for me personally, I like it. Yeah, on their Wikipedia page it says it's scheduled to premiere in December of twenty twenty and will consist of six episodes. So we'll see. Whether well I'll say whether that's true or not. I mean, I'm sure they just put a a month in a month in there just to <clears throat> make people happy. Well, and I mean, I think that was the original, but since I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier were supposed to come out December, and uh, WandaVision was supposed to come out, I believe, into August originally before everything shut down. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the bigger news that we had to cover was um, Supergirl is going to end after season six um i don't i liked it at first it was cool you know i really enjoyed it but there was some stuff that i was just kind of like okay i could do without this do without that i guess they had some changes to um certain i don't know certain characters certain styles 
But one thing I do know is is that once they brought it got brought into the Arrowverse, I'm like, man, this could only be, I don't know, better from there. But now what they're saying, the rumor is, this is the rumor, is that basically since the Arrowverse, since Arrow ended, and since they're bringing Superman and Lois into the the fray, they don't want to have too many um superhero with the same powers so that's what that's what their deal is i don't know if it's true i just know it's interesting that you know that's what's going on i know i'm trying to think which one i didn't even know i forgot that it started at cbs oh really yes it started at cbs and i was like oh that's pretty crazy i was like um hmm uh i was like that's 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 different but okay you know cbscw basically the same company uh but yeah i was i was i was optimistic at first with this change i thought maybe they could make the difference but no so maybe she will kind of move into the superman and lois you know spot of it but i mean who knows what's going gonna happen did you ever watch it at all or any of those no i I remember seeing it um as far as you know oh supergirl it's superman but a girl hence the name um but i didn't know it had you know original air date was um october 2015 so i mean next month will be five years um already i thought it was hadn't been on for that long but then again you know this past year seems like it's been five years with everything that's been going on um but i I remember you know seeing it when it first came out and trailers and everything for it um i thought i'm like oh that's that's pretty cool but never actually sat down and, and watched the episode more so than just the original trailer and previews for it yeah it it from what I've seen, it, it kind of slowed down a little bit, and I don't know. It felt like it felt like a lot of the content was kind of focusing on um, stuff that I don't know. It just wasn't entertaining, and then they got put into the Arrowverse, and that kind of just throws everything for a loop because the Arrowverse, for those who don't know, I mean. It could be a great thing. It could be a bad thing. People quit because of it. You know, people change. So it, it is what it is. But, I mean, sad to see it go, but we'll, we'll see what they have in store for Melissa Benoit, which is her name. I like saying her name because it's it looks like it should be Benoist, but it's Benoit. Um, we'll, we'll just see what happens because, I mean, they could technically I mean, still have her. They could technically still have her in, the, you know, the shows. Yeah, I mean, but it kind of makes sense, like you said, where they, um, you know, the season ending because they don't want too many of the same or characters with the same powers in the same universe. So, I mean, I get it in in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So and then the next one, which is making me happy, which making me so for those that don't know. So Tim and I have been streaming. We played a couple rounds together when his headset decides to work. Um, (laughs) And the other guy's not yelling like, what's this guy doing? Um, so I'm going to be moving my, uh, Xbox back to the bar so I can 
stream so you can see my pretty face on camera. But the reason why I'm doing that is because there's some good news. I, I feel like this is a crumb. So Tim shared this, and it said, Peacock is now available on Roku. And I was like, oh, man, that's a huge deal. Because for those that don't know, the big problem with Roku TVs and Roku devices is part of the way that they make money is you can subscribe to, like it used to be HBO now, and you would be able to subscribe to it through Roku. And HBO's like, mm, we're going to have a new app, but we're they don't like the terms. Something like that. And that's what ends up happening is they start negotiating the terms again. And you're never going to get the terms you want on the first go-round. It's, just, it's, not gonna, it's, it's not the way it's going to work. So, because Peacock has made an agreement, which is it's a CBS-owned type thing, they're probably going to have an option to sign up through it. Hopefully, maybe I don't know, but they are going to be paying to have it on there. And for those that don't know, there is Pe Peacock has a free section. I've been going through it. It changes every once in a while. Like they'll have a travel type one, like I think a Bear Grylls one, and they have another one. I can't remember what it is, but it 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 has so many options. But you know, in reality, all I care about is when they get HBO Max. I totally agree with that. Because HBO Max is the one they need to get on the Roku. The, the, I've been watching Raised by Wolves. It's a fantastic show. It has the guy who played Ragnar from Vikings. So I really like him. He's a great actor. Everyone's been great so far in every single aspect of it. Even the kid actors are super good at what they do. They are very believable and even when they do dumb stuff, it's like, oh, man, this is what I would do as I was a dumb kid in this situation. So very good actors and actresses in this. And, you know, I, I want it to keep going and I want to be able to watch it on my Roku TV. So when Tim shared that, I was like, oh, man, I can move stuff around. I can start gaming in the bar again. I don't have to keep the thing in there so I can watch HBO Max on my TV. So we're going to see what happens. Very optimistic, very hopeful news. And a lot on... It's crazy. Be, before on that uh, Peacock, I just pulled up this article uh, from a couple days ago, and it said it basically boiled down to one major factor between Roku and uh, and Peacock, which was ad money. I guess mm -hmm. it says uh, companies that operate ad-supported Roku, Roku channels like NBC and Peacock are, co are contractually obligated to let Roku sell 30% of its ad inventory and claim all the revenue that comes from it. So I guess that yep. was that was the the big big deal, and um, it looks like they were able to uh, to work through it. Um, I guess it says, uh, according to Variety, however, NBC Universal was unwilling to yield any of its ad inventory to Roku, partially because it planned to offer Peacock to Roku customers free of charge. So there, oh, okay, there there you go. And I didn't see the, you know, I'm sure it explains a lot, you know, in the rest of the articles. Um, the, uh, oh, and then it says the term in the deal eventually uh, struck remain unknown. But, so. I uh, mean, I mean <laughs> it's, it, it does give me optimism that they're going to reach a deal with HBO fairly soon because. Yeah. Well, it's HBO, funny, the last. The last sentence is now: If Roku, AT and T, and Warner Media could just short, sort out their issues with HBO Max, people might actually have a reason to buy its streaming sticks again. So, 
It seems well, like, you know, they got, they got I, Peacock now, and I'm sure they're, you know, been in talks with getting HBO Max and everything. Um, and once they get that, it will probably, uh, like you said, everyone will be happy with that. Because like you said, where you're using the Xbox, I'm using my phone to screen it, the, you know, mirror image to the TV. And that yep. has its issues with it. Um, so it stinks watching it on my tablet or... HBO Max on my tablet or PS4. So exactly. Once they, so once they get it, once they get it on there, it out. Yeah, it'll be big time. Exactly. I hope so. I hope so. Um, right into more entertainment news wise, Tim shared this one as well that um, Shit's Creek is uh, final season is going to hit Netflix in October. Um, I watched the first two seasons. And I was like, I can't keep going because I can't keep waiting. So now I I know that I'm going to be able to basically watch all the seasons, you know, probably uh, I'll probably do it the first weekend, the first weekend of October. I'll probably do it, I think, because whenever it comes out, I'm going to start binging because I the show is hilarious. Um, everyone in it is is just perfect for their roles i do feel like because because dan levy i mean they're those are really his kids in real life um so it's not like the rapport is far off probably so it's probably a lot easier for them to um mm, yeah. make a connection because well they're his kids so you know it's it's one of those things but what i will say um is that Chris Elliott is amazing in it. I don't know why I loved him in it so much, but he's just so perfect for for the show. Yeah, I got. I know I have it saved on my Netflix watch list. I think I started to watch it, and then something came up. Like, I mean, when I say start to watch it, like five minutes into episode one. Um, but from obviously with this news coming out and others, you know, saying, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe." You know, it's going to be final season and whatnot. I need to uh, I need to sit down and, and binge it. Maybe I'll do that uh, this week, this weekend, maybe even start it tonight, possibly. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, it's highly in, uh, inappropriate, but I mean, it's a it's, it's a fun. The premise is amazing, it's especially because, you know, the premise is one that is not even. I don't even know how you could I don't even know how you could even try and not make that funny because just everything together is is really funny. I like it. Um I will say that you I would watch it in bits and pieces because you could probably go through it really really fast and you you're not going to be able to to do it and do any justice. You need to slow watch it and be able to take care of like you know watch it, take it all in and be like okay, this is what's going on. But I'm excited I did. So in October, we're going to get this and we're going to basically be able to watch every single thing. It just won a bunch of Emmys. It swept to the Emmys. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to see are what they, Are they ha- half-hour episodes, I take it? Yes, they are. And okay. I was wrong. So she is not Eugene Le- Levy's daughter, but obviously Dan Levy is Eugene Levy's son. So that makes me even happier because it means that they're even more like more connected. Know, they're, they're more connected on that. Yes, they're all about twenty minutes long, 
So I believe if first, so it's it's a CBC show, so Canadian broadcasting. Um, so to me, that means like they they for weird reason, whenever I watch any Canadian started show, like my mom loves Homes on Homes. They're very tight mm. and precise shows because they know they only have so long to do anything in it. So um, that's why I love it so much. It's and that's why you can go through so many of them. You'll be on episode 10 and go, oh, my gosh, where did the, the time go? <laughs> and there you are. Um, let us know what you're looking forward to watch because um, there's not much to watch right now. So go tell us on Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. And like I said, check out all of our streaming platforms, YouTube and Twitch. Um, we're going to go into a gaming slash um, – uh, app thingy so the ps5 they they had an event and they're like hey the ps5 is coming out and there was like i want to say there's one company that you could pre-order a ps5 for like 10 grand because it was um it was, it was gold plated i think something like that so some people are like oh look you can get it here and people are like oh we know it's coming somewhere it's no it's coming somewhere and and the PS5s dropped at like 15 different times on 15 different websites. They were dropping the 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 websites were crashing. It was just it was horrible. And no everyone was like, well, what's going on? And no one could figure it out. So that was a huge debacle. Um, PS5 apologized for it and they're like, look, this is not the way we wanted to do it, but GameStop's got this deal, then Amazon's got this deal, then Walmart's got that deal. I mean, everyone had has their own deals and um they didn't have physical like so for those that don't know like gamestop a place that is going bankrupt and probably won't have games very much longer um they basically get stuff based off of pre-orders so if you go in there and you pre-order the ps3 or you go in there and you pre-order an xbox one x they're gonna tell that's gonna tell the retailers oh look, we need to send this many available for pre-order on this and this many available for pre-order on that. So I've been seeing these signs everywhere for Xbox that say, oh, we won't, we're going to get 12 of this one and 12 of that one or five of that one. So they're limiting stock a lot. And they're already telling people, do not expect, if you didn't get a pre-order of an Xbox, you ain't getting one. So the PlayStation 5, the rumor was, is they're delayed on production. And then, this is a little bit of a rant, I'm kind of frustrated because... When they had the debut of the PlayStation, like this, the the images and the videos and stuff like that, they basically made it seem like that new Harry Potter game was going to be an exclusive, and it's not. They have it on Xbox. And then apparently someone put an article out, and they go, "Dude, I read, I read how you're how you have to upgrade to the PS5 version of like Spider-Man Miles Morales edition, and it's going to take it's just so many steps." So people are like, "I'm just going to keep my PS4 and get the new game because they're." They're saying it's going to be at least a year before they have content that's exclusively for next gen. That's the rumor. Um, you know, because now it's going to be produced for both for the most part on both. Obviously, the resolution is going to be better. The quality is going to be better, but they're not making any harsh judge to harsh changes. But along, along those same lines, um, so the Xbox had their pre-orders. They crashed multiple sites. Same thing. And then the crazy one that I heard happened people were ordering the Xbox 
one because they have an S and they have an X. So people were buying those thinking that they were the Series X and the Series S, but they're the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S. So they literally were buying all the stuff up and it was just causing super super amounts of confusion which i mean read the fine print i mean come on i mean i'm not gonna lie i've bought stuff wrong before it it happens to the best of us but this is one of those things now how long are you gonna wait before you try to get yourself a ps5 uh after the new year after the new year okay unless there's you know they come out with some screaming deal which i they probably won't because it's just getting released right before Christmas. Um, but I'm saying a- after the new year um, on it, because, you know, like I said, I just bought PGA 2K21. Um, even if it is a free upgrade to it from PS4, if you bought it before X day or after X day. Um, but yeah, that way it gives me enough time to, you know, everyone to look at the gameplay uh what the PS5 games look like on it, um, on like a 4K TV, on like, you know, if you don't have a 4K TV, what it'll look like on like a 1080p and, and whatnot. Um, and just, I mean, kinda, I feel like, I feel like it also gives it time to work out the bugs too. So that way, basically, ex- when you get it, it's going to be on update 1.75 because exactly. it's been 60 updates since you, since it came out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Cause they're going to, I mean, push up like anything and like you've said it multiple times on this when you get a game day one you know they got to make sure if you get actual physical copy you know they have to get that out you know put it on that disc weeks i mean could be even months in advance because they got to get it out ship it out to all the stores nationwide yada 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 so day one um like i said on the physical disc you're going to get an update or if it gets pushed out online, you do it digitally. You don't have to because they push out the with it updated already day of. Um, mm-hmm. Where, like you said, with with the with the PlayStation, they're going to come out with an update when you buy it because the same thing they have to get it together and everything and, and put it out. Um, and they're going to have updates that are going to need to happen, and everyone's going to complain about this, about that, or. Um, you know they're they're going to see on the back end what's what's wrong or what they need to tweak or hey this is happening we didn't think you know it didn't happen in our initial testing but with everyone on it it's going to happen so it gives it like I said it gives it time to work out just the the finer minute details on it get those up push those updates out there um, then that way like I said after then give it a couple months and figure it out and then go from there so that's you know I, in the beginning I was probably maybe going to pre-order it but now and how everything's going like you know what really don't need to because the only thing i'm going to play on it is really you know madden uh pga 2k21 and the new call of call of duty cold war and you know unless they have a a deal on modern warfare get that cheaply or cheaper and those are probably really the only games that I will play. Now, how do you feel about the fact that MLB The Show is no longer going to be exclusive next year? That's an interesting one. So, I mean, what <clears throat> with that, um, what's going to be their big exclusive one? 
or well, I'm I, I'm sure they have others than MLB the Show. Like Xbox, you know, has Halo. Um, what is is PlayStation's going to be? Like you said, we thought it was going to be Harry Potter. That that's wrong. That's wrong. Um, um, it looks like. Well, I know this one. They have the Uncharted series, which is exclusive. Um, okay. And then the Last of Us. But it looks like hmm. those Last of Us 2013. What games were only for PlayStation? That's the best one to search because yeah, because there's so many games that have changed. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about it in a minute about something that people were hopeful for that's not gonna happen. Um. So I mean, it's not very well. Obviously, they had a new one that came out, Ghost of Tsushima, but oh yeah, I mean. And I didn't know this until God of War isn't exclusive. So I did not know that God of War was the exclusive. I, did, I haven't been on play, uh, Xbox. You know, Xbox has Fable. That's the only reason why I got the Xbox in the first place was to play Fable 2 when I had a 360. So um, I wonder if Golf with Friends is, is probably an exclusive for Xbox. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they have some exclusives. Their web, the PlayStation website is so slow. I bet you they're bogged down by people trying to figure out when they can get the stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about pre-ordering the PS5 because my PS4 just sits right now. I don't play it as often, but I'm getting so used to the controls on the Xbox. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm going to stick with this for a a while not going to be exclusive since i'm going to have both of them out in the bar i can play both because i do need to finish ghost of tsushima but um yeah i mean there there's a lot of stuff that i feel like both consoles said like they, they said well this is what we're going to do and it's not that they went against what they were said they were going to do it was more of like like a well yeah i can just wait so i mean the hype was real behind both consoles you know crashing web and everything like that but is that hype enough you yeah, know exactly yeah just because like you said just because you crash websites is is one thing but like you said it is it is it enough for it because like you said we all thought that harry potter was going to be exclusive and now it doesn't look like an mlb is going to you know not be exclusive either so we'll we'll see i mean which, it's which all, I, it's... I feel i feel like i feel like certain companies are like look you know i think they see other people working with other people and they're like you know what we could do we got 100 percent could just start working with each other you know what i mean and we could probably yep. <clears throat> probably m- make better decisions and make more money working with other people so i mean it, it is an option but I mean, we're we're gonna see what happens when this all comes out. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I don't know, I don't know. It's hard. I it's hard to talk about because we don't know what is gonna happen. It doesn't matter what the the specs are of the systems. It doesn't matter what they look like because it all depends on how they play. And no one knows anything yet. Yeah. No. Exactly. And game. I mean, and gameplay or anything that they release from it you know gameplay footage where it's you know exclusively on ps5 or or this montage was taken from the ps5 you know it's all well and dandy but 
you know, of course, they're not going to put out gameplay footage that looks bad or choppy or laggy or anything like that. It's going to be the the cream of the crop, like anybody that puts out anything. Um, you know, you see on the on the car commercials, hey, you know, you got to look at that fine print at the bottom. It's not the baseline model series. It's usually, um, you know, a, a, an upper series with some add-ons, and they're always driving exactly. on a close on a on a closed course. So, I mean, it's the same thing with, with games and the gameplay. I mean, they, they want you to, oh, my gosh, this is what it looks like. Oh, I need to go down there and buy it because it's got all the, you know, advances with the hardware and everything on the inside. And this is what the gameplay is going to look like on the outside. It's like, well, yeah, but you got to have, you know, the right equipment, the right TV. You know, they're probably doing everything in 4K, where if you don't have a 4K TV, well, guess what? There's nothing you could do to get it. To, to look like that so exactly um but I it's mean, like anything. i mean we're gonna a, we're gonna see you know yeah. it is it is what it is i'm not i i'm i'm a, i'm a hopeful that both do well because then it just gives us more options but i mean it's, if they don't if they don't do good then it looks like maybe if we get some discounts sooner than later right no exactly and competition is always good if you always have one at the top with nobody scratching out their heels um you know, then they could get lazy. You know, it's like, I mean, whether it's on, on anything, you know, PlayStation and Xbox, they're always trying to outdo each other, which is great for the consumer. Same thing with, you know, Disney and Universal and everyone else. It's great for the consumer because you reap the benefits. You know, when Universal comes out with this state-of-the-art ride or this, um, uh, you know, animatronic or whatnot, and then Disney comes out and says, oh, that that's cute here. Let me just blow it out of the water and guess who wins all of us. So it's uh, no, no matter what it's going to be, it's going to be better than what the previous generation is. And in a couple years, or then they release the PS six, um, they probably won't, won't even be an actual physical um, device. It'll just be an implant on your brain. And you just close your eyes and play the game. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of friendly competition, um, Xbox bought Bethesda, and for those that don't know, they're behind in games like uh, Doom, Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls, and Fallout. Now, um, Connor and Wayne, and Wayne Gretzky Hawks, hockey. Don't forget Wayne Gretzky nice. hockey. So, um, talking to Connor from Concon's Cantina, and he, he says it was it was a deal worth. With 7.5 billion and he's like that's not possible because the last two games elder scrolls online and fallout 76 did horrible fallout 76 had the worst release of any game that i've ever seen it was so mismanaged people didn't know what was going on people didn't get the stuff they were promised when they pre-ordered it it was just a huge mess there was patches that needed to get done they ended up i think refunding most people who pre-ordered it because they didn't end up making it for i think it was free because it just didn't make any sense. And I was kind of like, well, that's that's super. You, you know, you, but the the craziest part was people are freaking out going, um, are they going to take away some of the games that they make for PlayStation 2? And the guy flat out says, the CEO says, there's no plans in our future basically to um, limit the games. So basically he doesn't believe in console exclusive for the most part and i was like that's crazy but also awesome at the same time because that kind of hints to me 
maybe they're pulling back a little bit so there can be like, look, at PlayStation, if you guys kind of give us a little love, we'll give you a little love. We'll not make things awkward by taking these games away from you. I do know there's two games coming out from Bethesda for PlayStation that I believe are PlayStation exclusives, and they're going to remain PlayStation exclusives. So, you know, that that's one benefit, I guess, is they're not going in there and ruining everything. But I did think it was crazy. $7.5 billion is what that deal was worth. So, you know, you break that down and it's insane in the membrane. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And it says it's going to close in the second half of 2021. So, I mean, it's still, uh, you know, a year away from from completely closing. But, yeah, the one uh, death loop is going to be released for Windows and initially on the PS5 as a timed console exclusive. And um, Ghostwire Tokyo... PlayStation 5 and Windows, both of those set to come out in 2021. So, I mean, I guess it is cool, like you said, where, you know, they they are going to have two games come out that are going to be, you know, it looks like Windows or PC and PS5 PlayStation exclusive, and then moving forward after this deal closes that anything that comes out from the company will be, um, you know, not... Uh, open platform i guess you would say or or, we'll or not see, we'll, not console exclusive i mean we'll see what happens i mean um we don't know honestly what they're going to do with it because it is kind of up in the air so um i i'm i'm optimistic they're going to keep it but hey if they do make things exclusive they're just going to force other companies to work with playstation to make the exclusives to them so yeah um, you know and then so we have two things to talk about that aren't um, Disney related. We're gonna save all the Disney stuff for the end. Um, the first thing is is that TikTok is safe for now. So oh, the president talked to whatever he said. Oh, the deal's good. Blah blah blah. I have no idea. For those that don't know, it was legitimate. So to me, it's not as legitimate of a threat as everyone's making it out to be. But there is the worry because the sounds mean or whatever. But the Republic of China. Uh, can ask any company that's basically based in China for all the records of anyone who uses their product or company or whatever. So I don't think they're caring about me or Tim or any of these people that are just making fun TikToks. It's more about the guy who works for the government whose whose kid is being a a TikToker and is dancing in his library and there's stuff out or, you know, whatever they're doing that could compromise stuff. I don't think it's as big of an issue as the president's making it out to be but you know it is what it is but tiktok is safe and it was crazy because after the day it came there was a notification in my settings that said that i had a new notification and i went to it and it was the the acting ceo of tiktok saying we're here to stay so i thought that was crazy that the the ceo tiktok made a tiktok saying that the tiktok was safe so i thought that was pretty (laughs) cool well, there you go. I'm sure a lot of people will will like that now and kind of put that to rest a, a little bit, at least for for time being, until something else comes up in in regards to that, or somebody thinks that they were breached because of TikTok. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's not it's not set in stone. Um, the deal hasn't completed yet, 
So, I mean, once it does, we'll find out more. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that we have not Disney related left is I don't know, Tim probably didn't watch it because I just saw it today. Was nope, that I did. De- you watched it? Yes, I did. So it's called Deaf U, and it's a it looks like it's a university for deaf individuals and people who are hearing impaired. And even those, because I think the two dudes that um, were on there, two of them speak. One mm-hmm. girl, she mouths, and a guy gets mad at her for mouthing because he said that we need to keep our dialect alive and not mouth. And it's basically a is reality that, is show. Is that the one where he said he flushed down his hearing aids down the, yep. down the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. He said that once he found the non-hearing world, he flushed his hearing aids down the toilet because he didn't want to be hearing anymore. Yeah. So and basically it's about a, it looks like a group of friends. It's it, The vibes I got from it were like, this is Laguna Beach with yeah. a bunch of deaf people. And yep. <laughs> it was funny. It looked intense. It looked real. And I was super surprised. It comes out October 9th, I think I, I saw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, October 9th on Netflix. And it's called Deaf You. And we have the trailer on our Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash FOMOcast and click on the go to group. And it's on there. And it's just, um, I like it. it. It seemed interesting to me um, just because uh, we don't see much like reality TV with things that are not normal. I would say not normal, but like a thing that most people don't know uh, ASL. Most people don't can't can't do sign language. So I think it's pretty interesting if you can get into the, you know, because I'm sure they have people who are purists like that one guy don't. Don't mouth because we need to keep our, our, our you know, the way we talk pure. So, yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, it, it's cool. I, I'm trying to f- figure out if, I mean, it's actually, you know, it's it's a docu-series and it's, a, you know, it's not a, a staged or sitcom. It's from um, a university uh, for the deaf and hard of hearing in Washington, D.C., so that's cool. It'll be eight eight episodes, uh, and like you said, it's it looks like Laguna Beach. I mean, they talk about everything from stress at university to relationships, and one of them even says, "I forgot." He asks the question. He's like, "Well, yeah, if you're like that, then then you are." As far I can't remember what he called you. Know, oh no! Oh, he he asked her. He goes, "Do you think we could ever get back together?" And she's like. I like, she's like, I like, I like, uh, I like sleeping with you. Yeah. And he just opens his mouth like, you know, and you can see there's some controversy between them two because it appears that that girl sleeps with his friend and he, they both are hearing the two guys that slept with the one girl are both hearing and they know sign language. And it was just, it was kind of crazy seeing like the drama unfold already in the trailer. Yeah. Well, and and on it, uh, well, this article that I'm looking at, and it says it in the trailer, is that the undergraduates at the university is 700 women and 300 guys, and and this is a a, a girl saying it, a woman that goes to the universe that says it, and she says, and the women here are just wow. So I mean, that they're uh, the numbers are, or the ratio is definitely, you know. One one sided. I mean, you got to think too: is how many of these people who are deaf 
are not are in a community that big with other people who are deaf. That's probably not yeah. it's not something normal. So you're yeah, exactly. on, you're relating to them on two different levels of being yep. a woman, being the same age, you know, or being a man or a woman, being the same age, and then you know, uh, being at college and being deaf. So you're yep. legit experiencing all this stuff together. It's it's it, pretty awesome. Exactly. And in the real world, it's hard enough to communicate when you are deaf. Now, uh, you know, in this at this university, you're in your own element. Everyone can relate to you because of you know being being hearing hearing impaired. And it's kind of cool. Be interesting to to see it, and also let my aunt know because. She was born deaf as well, so I have that, you know, growing up, um, you know, she's always had hearing aids and, and whatnot and knows sign language, so it's interesting um, to kind of, kind of see it from, uh, you know, the my end from it and, and experience, you know, having a, a close relative that that is deaf and, and hard of hearing, so, but no, it's it's pretty. At first, when I saw it, the trailer, I thought it was just a like a sitcom series. But yeah. you know, it's it's an actual university that uh, that they that they uh, that they go to and and film it at. So it'll be interesting. I think it'll. I think it's a a good concept and see where <clears throat> see how it is. Yeah, I I am excited for it. I'm gonna watch it immediately. And then, um, yeah, we're going to see how it ends up doing. Make sure everyone watch it because I think they deserve a, a fair crack at it on Netflix, especially with everything coming out. They need, um, uh, uh, yeah, they would, they need, they need the help. You know, I like a lot of these, um, I like a lot of these shows that are kind of little small markets that you would never really be able to interact with and uh, make sure you support them as much as you can right away because uh, you once if you don't support it and they're gone you only have yourself to blame yeah um well quick quick last little note on it the producer is an alumni of the university um he's an actor and a model he was the first deaf winner on america's next top model in 2015 and is also also went on to win the Mirrorball Trophy on Dancing with the Stars one year later. So there you go. Not only is it um, has history with the university, but has done done well for himself uh, outside of it. So it should be even now that I know that I'm even more so interested where he went to that university and can really you know hopefully get a get a better grasp of uh, of what's going on there than just and, an outsider. Yeah. You know, hey, I think this is exactly let's do it. And they probably opened up to him more because he obviously it's, is can speak yep. ASL, and so it's probably yeah, it's probably something cool about that, yeah. Yep. Nope. Exactly. So, so when we go on the Disney pile, we have a couple stuff about Disney in general. Then we'll end on the park information because um, it, the last one's kind of a, a hard one. Um, well, there's a negative, a positive, and a negative. So the first negative is Disney slash Pixar. Stars being sued over Toy Story for the Duke Kaboom character, and um, I didn't even need to read the article because I'm like, oh, I was wondering when Evil Knievel's family was going to come out of the woodwork and be like, what? This is my character. This is based on my husband, kind of thing, or my right. dad. So right. what exactly? Yeah. What exactly is going on with that that you know of? I mean, I didn't. I, I saw the article and I clicked on it, and and I, like I said, I shared it with you. Then I went back and like, hold on, wait. 
is this one of those old articles that resurfaced again? Um, but I went and looked at it. I'm like, nope, it's actually, I think it came out. To, the article that I saw came out today, um, and it was a, a TMZ, a TMZ was in it as well. So, I mean, it just looks like that Disney's being sued over Duke Kaboom from Evil Knievel. But I'm wondering why it took so long for it to happen. I mean, Toy Story 4 has been out for, I mean, I don't want to say for a while now, but it's been out. I mean, I, I, I guarantee what they had to do is they probably had to literally look at every single little thing and then try and say, well, this correlates to this. This correlates to that. You know what I mean? They want to make yeah. sure everything's tied in so they can say, look, you are going to say that this is not about, you know, my husband, my dad, my friend. But then you look at it and you're going to go, no, no, this is about him. So, yeah. And I know um, I just had a thought and then I lost it that they were. Oh, another thing that was mentioned in it is that Evil Knievel's, their, his estate was saying, well, they didn't use any of it um, in their promotion material for it, so it came out with it. It's like, well, yeah, they're not going to show all the characters in the promotion materials, especially for, um, with this franchise, Toy Story, and, you know, possibly being the, the last one or with all the all the characters in it. So... But I do remember seeing a Duke Kaboom. One of the last trailers was him in it, and I think even one of the, like the movie posters had him featured in it. So mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense because that was released before the movie. And I remember seeing it, it's like, oh my gosh, because Keanu. We all knew Keanu Reeves was um, gonna voice him, and then you finally hear the voice and, and see him and the little quirkiness that he is. So, I don't know. I don't think anything will, uh, me personally, I don't think anything will come of this because they could say, well, no, he's, you know, it's just a statement, a stunt man with, um, you know, likeness of, of it. But, I mean, not likeness as in, you know, we, we ripped him off, but he's just a, a stunt man from Canada. So, that might be, like, the loophole. Now, if he was from, like, United States and bled red, white, and blue, that might be different. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that could be the way that Disney got away with it, where it's like, no, he's not Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel were um, a jumpsuit that had, you know, the Stars and Stripes on it. This is, you know, a jumpsuit with the Canadian flag on it. So, yeah, he rides a motorcycle. Well, so did Evil Knievel. So did a lot of, you know, people. Um but like I said, I saw that come up and we'll see where where it goes from there. Yeah, and I mean everyone kind of you know, they'll they'll try and get money. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, they're gonna try and get money. It, it's it's one of those things. It's it just it's a fact of life. They're, if they can sue someone to get money, they're gonna do it. So yeah. um positive news now we don't know so this so take this with a grain of salt we don't know uh, i'm gonna let connor i'm gonna talk to connor about this tomorrow i forgot to talk to him about it today um so they they do the star wars stuff i'll let them do the deep dive but uh giancarlo esposito 
who plays uh, plays uh, uh, Moff Gideon, um, he went through and he, he did an interview and he basically hinted that they're already working on seasons three and four of The Mandalorian. They're working on the scripts. Now, one thing that I thought about all this stuff we've had going on is what's one way they can capitalize on other Star Wars stuff while also helping them create new stuff. So what if this new season of or the season of Obi-Wan is going to be a filler. So they're going to release the Mandalorian later, but do a longer season, or they're going to release Obi-Wan and then release another season of Mandalorian. We don't know. They haven't confirmed anything. There is no confirmation of season three. There is no confirmation of season four. It's all just him saying sitting there and they're working on it. Mind you, aside from someone who's been at a network forever, like Chandra Rhimes, who she did How to Get Away with Murder, and she also did. She does uh, Grey's Anatomy. She literally has carte blanche. She can do whatever she wants. And I've heard of plenty of stories of people like that who work with a network where they're like, hey, look, we want you to do this show for us. Can you tell us how long it'll last? Can you tell us? And so what they'll do is they'll have a game plan. We want to go six seasons. Even if it gets bad, they keep going. So maybe there is some sort of stipulation that they have with Star Wars saying, look, we're going to have this season go and we're going to announce the next season later on because everyone knows people are signing up for Disney plus at the monthly rate and then canceling it right after the Mandalorian's over. So usually they'll wait, you know, some of them even just wait until all the episodes are out and then watch them all at once. Uh, we use Disney plus constantly because my son loves Moana um, now he's big into Big Hero 6, so he has a lot of shows he watches. But, you know, some people just can't afford that. And, and I got lucky. I got in the founder's price, so I had, was it, was it 40 years, something crazy. You pay for four years, and then you don't pay for four years, so it's great. So I think it ended up being like $6 a month compared to the 11. So, yeah. you know, you're saving basically 50% on the price almost. Well, if they got season three and four, man, that. I would just, I mean, even if they just announced it, I mean, the problem I had, which we've talked about before on the podcast, is like with the show Homeland. Homeland was only supposed to be one season long. And then when they got it renewed for a, for a for a second season, the plot changed and you could feel the shift in the first season because they were like, oh, how are we going to make this keep going? Because they had a very different ending planned for the first season. So what happens? You have to improvise. And what happens when you improvise? Things just don't go great, which it actually has gone great for them because they're still they're still going. I think this is the last season that just aired. But with The Mandalorian, you have unlimited possibilities because if they do crossovers like they're hinting at, we're not going to go into rumors, but if they do crossovers like they rumor, a crossover can lead to their own show, which we do another crossover to lead to another show. This is just the it's it's what do they call it? It's the Russian doll. It's the it's the yeah. show that keeps birthing more shows. That's all that's going to happen. Because there's characters everyone wants to explore, and now we have that option. We have that choice. I know the Bad Batch should be coming here probably beginning of next year because they've probably been working on it since they finished with Clone Wars. So that's, you know, another option as, as like, a filler. Um, there's, you know, I mean, once it's done, once once the once the, the show, everything's done filming, we'll know. They'll, they know how to plan everything out. But you know, with with the current situation, 
it is going to be difficult. Mind you, um, someone just shared, they confirmed today, this is crazy, so this is a DC thing, they're um, going to have a Peacemaker show on HBO Max with John Cena, and John Cena is playing Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad movie. So they're going to make it a show on HBO. So literally, they're announcing all these shows i don't know when they know when they're going to film because a lot of places are just going back to filming now they have to do certain things so i mean if they're optimistic i'm optimistic i'm gonna keep uh, um you know what i mean but i i don't know i don't know man i'm just i'm, I'm hopeful i want season three and four but i want to make sure that it's perfect it cannot yeah, be bad it's done right Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I mean, you could hint at the season three and four all you want in writing the script because, I mean, you have to just to get ahead of the game. Um, but if season two doesn't do that well or not up to the Star Wars fandom um, criteria, you know, it could be one of those things. OK, hey, it was all right. Not the best. But, you know, you got to redeem. You got to come back bigger and better in season three and season four if at by that point it gets announced and kind of need not necessarily redeem themselves but just uh up up the game so we'll see i mean i i with the series like i said you could keep going and then you know like you said the the rushkin babushka dolls there or it could just you know morph into this morph into that um you know, then this guy gets his own little spin off as as well and just keep keep having it. But like you know, like you said, with, with the Star Wars, you gotta do it right or people are gonna get get mad and you're not gonna get the, the eyes on it or the views on it like you should if you took the time and did it did it right. So um we'll we'll see what happens or we'll see, you know. What's today? You know, October 23rd. So we'll see when they actually um, officially announce it uh, for at least for season three, as as far as doing uh, saying that they're they're doing the script for it. We'll see. Um, so fingers crossed. It's great. Which I know it's going to be great. It's the Mandalorian. It's going to be awesome. Um Lastly, we're going to end on a sour note. Sour note. Disney is doing us dirty again. So for those that don't know, apparently everyone's been getting emails saying that they are no longer going to offer the premiere pass for Disney World. Now, I, I guess you can't buy it at Disneyland, which I think is dumb because it, it works for Disneyland. So basically, a premiere pass gives you access to both parks, Disney World and Disneyland. Um, yeah. Well, and then I just saw a thing today for once Disneyland opens up that they'll do like 30 days at a time extensions. Or I didn't read the article. I just saw saw it that because you got Disney World obviously opened up and has been open for over a month. But you know, say use the pass to go to both parks. Well, right now only one is open, so I'm not getting my full value out of that pass. And I mean, right. it's it's an expensive pass. Um, well, it's the most expensive pass as well because you get 
um, access to, to both parks um, in the United States on, on both coasts. So that they were hinting at how they were going to extend it um, once Disneyland comes back, which I'm hoping with that means that we will have an announcement soon of Disneyland coming back because there's been a lot of rumors and a lot of activity going on at the Disneyland Resort, especially this past um, this past weekend uh, and the the end of last week and into the weekend, and they were, you know, I the the rumor was is on Monday that they were going to announce something, but I haven't haven't seen anything yet. Like announce something like the governor and Josh Tomorrow, president of Disneyland, was gonna um, release a video of something, but, um, nothing has come out yet. So, I mean, so, so they're, they're planning something. I feel like them asking publicly for the parks to open was just kind of like, uh, it was just kind of like them being like, Oh, Hey, look, we're ready to open. We want everyone to know instead of, yeah. you know, just being quiet about it. And maybe, Maybe the governor already knew, you know, yeah. but now they're just making it official. Yeah, no, exactly. And it was funny because, um, I mean, the Anaheim mayor was uh, on a rooftop bar. They had a little press conference there, which you could see. Um, uh, it's not Tower Terror, but Guardians of the Galaxy in the background there and the huh. whole resort in, in the in the background. And... Um, you know, he was saying, hey, we need to open. We're ready to open. Um, you know, Disneyland is a, brings a lot of money, you know, employs people. And then you have all that surrounding area. I mean, Anaheim wouldn't be Anaheim uh, without Disneyland there. And you shut that down. It doesn't matter what the other businesses can open. You're not going to get the foot traffic because nobody's going to come there to, to Disney, even with downtown Disney open. Where, if we remember right, just a few years back, um, the mayor and the city council, they voted down all of Disney's, you know, um, east side expansion, west side expansion. They were going to have, they bought the hotels there across the street from Disneyland on, on Harbor Boulevard and it was going to put a parking structure over there with the walkway coming yep. in. They yep. X that because all the hotels got together and, and, um, and restaurants and businesses got together. And at that point, um, the city council and mayor, uh, didn't really like what Disneyland was doing. And so they flexed their power and they cut that off. So then Disneyland said, okay, well, then we're going to build this hotel over here um, and expand. And they shut that down as well. Uh, and now with everything going on, now they're begging the governor to open up Anaheim, which AKA means opening up Disneyland uh, yep. because everything's suffering. It's like, Dude, come on. And I know it's, you know, a different, you know, things change, elections happen, um, obviously at the, you know, the national, but more so at the local level, especially here where, you know, Disneyland was, hey, this is going to be, you know, how much more people we're going to be able to get here and foot traffic and everything, but they don't see it like that. They say, oh, you're the big elephant in the room and you're just going to control everyone. The city council said, no, we're not going to do that and we're going to flex our powers on it. So Disney said, okay, well, we're just going to do nothing then. Um, or we'll just build one tower over here for, um, our premier DVC people. So that means they have to come here. They have to stay on Disneyland property. And guess what? 
you're not going to get as much business as if we built a full on hotel and have a lot and have, you know, I don't know, 10,000 hotel rooms versus a 500 uh, hotel room. And it's only open to our timeshare vacation club members. So it, it's funny how just within a couple years, the, the tides have turned. And I mean, I, uh, I get it. Cause I know there's a lot of people that, that need that to open, you know, would like for that to open, um, especially with it being a local park and having all the annual pass holders, um, that like to go there and, and support it that go there in, in the evenings, um, and go for, you know, whether it's for dinner or, um, you know, get some ice cream and popcorn. So, but well, I mean, they did, they did say that, I mean, unlike Disney world, they said they're going to need the help of the locals to get yep. this park, you know, roaring through. So, I mean, fingers yeah. crossed that they, that they do, you know, get all the help they need because Disney world is not, and they are closing earlier, opening later. It's just, it's not, it's not good. And we want them to be open. We want to be able to, I want to see Batu. I haven't seen Batu yet. Oh, you're missing out. And and like you said, the, the, we're already seeing the locals going down there um, as far as, uh, you know, Orange County indoor dining at Downtown Disney is open at 25% capacity. And I know during Labor Day weekend, they had to turn people away from the parking, uh, parking lot a couple times because they were at capacity or close to capacity with Downtown Disney. Um, and I know even, I think last week, a couple times during the week, um, they same thing. So, you know, people are, are going out there, are getting there. And I think now with the, with the indoor dining opening up, people can starting to get a little bit sense of, of normalcy. Um, but I'm sure once the parks open up, I'll be curious, um, to see how long, like I know Disney World that you had the initial rush and mm-hmm. then everyone was like, okay, well, I did it. I was there for like the first couple days to hit out all the parks and the, you know, the, with the reservation system and everything. I wonder how Disneyland is going to, or the resort, Disneyland Resort is, you know, how full it's going to be and for how long. I think it's going to be at capacity a lot more long, you know, longer than Disney world. Granted, there's only two parks in Disneyland and there's, you know, what, four, four or five parks, um, at Disney world. But, you know, with, with the reservation system, I think it's only going to be a one park one day. You're not going to be able to jump back and forth between California adventure and and Disneyland. So you're going to have to choose, choose wisely, um, but which which think... I'm okay. I'm okay with that decision because yeah. So I think the reservation system for now is good because they're going to be like, look, we can open up for more people. They're allowing um, pass holders that they weren't allowing them to go before. They can make a reservation now. It's a lot shorter to make a reservation. So I think it's a, yep. it's a it is a positive thing to have the reservation system, oh, and yeah. I think everything's going to be better with it. But yep. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm optimistic. They're going to make the right decision, and I feel bad for those that have the the big pass, the premier pass, because they're not going to be able to renew it now. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. Or if you were kind of thinking of getting it, uh, you're not going to to be able to. Nope. So I know a lot of people who are 
on the fence about getting passes there are websites you can watch that tell you when they think that a pass is going to get removed because they do it like every other year with the socal pass they'll yeah they'll they'll remove it first so you get no new people getting it um this is the first time i've heard them doing it where you can't renew because you know that is kind of harsh because last time they they did that with the Southern California pass. They started selling the the buddy discount ones where if you were an annual pass holder, you could bring someone in for a, a park hopper, one day park hopper for a hundred bucks. Yep. So, yeah. you know, who knows what their marketing strategy is? I just know, you know, we want them to be back. We want them to, to be opening up. So yeah. uh, we'll, and, we'll and see like what said, happens. It's interesting for them to completely say you can't renew because it's usually it's one of those things like they do with the SoCal. As long as you don't let it expire, you could keep going. Um, but once you expire, you know, too bad, so sad. So right. That's that's interesting. And I know a lot of people, um, you know, bloggers and, you know, different webs- Disney websites, um, they have those passes because they're either based in Florida or based in uh, California and go back and forth. And that's all what they do is just, Disneyland or Disney. It's, I mean, it's a full-time job. So, um, oh, hey, I need to go to Disney. No problem. I got my pass. Boom, go down there if anything's happening or there's something new that has happened. Go down yep. there, take pictures, do interviews, um, you know, ride new rides, uh, you know, get, get, the, get the scoop. Uh, or, oh, shoot, there's something in Disney World. Okay, hop on a plane, fly over there. And not, it's one less thing you don't have to to worry about and you could go there hey, I need to be here for whether it's you know two days or a week you know, the it's it's paid for you could go on any, any park any day um and do it that way and with it being part of their job it's um you know they could use it use it as a write-off so yeah exactly um, yeah that's gonna stink for them because i know well you did the same thing as as we did going over there on on the honeymoon and um, as much as I loved it and enjoyed it, um, it ain't cheap. So, but it's, it it's, is not, it's, it's worth the price, but if you're looking to do it on, on a budget, even though they have budget hotels and you could do a dining plan and everything, it's still not a cheap trip. And for us in California, we have to get over there as well. So that's an added cost unless you want to yeah. do a 28 hour drive, but that you know good for you if you want to do that so <laughs> yeah i've, I've, I've so, done I mean, a 24 hour drive and i'm fine with that <laughs> well let us know how you feel about everything we talked about tonight uh go to our social media pages folks facebook.com slash fomo cast twitter fomo underscore cast fomo podcast on instagram and check out our twitch stream search twi- uh, twitch search fomo cast search fomo cast on uh, YouTube. I'm actually going to be doing an unboxing as soon as we get done here for short par four. So you'll see that one coming up in the next couple of days. Um, but uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you next time.